Summer Challenge. Sheesh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Mark Summer Challenge. I'm still here in Texas, and uh, our devotional for today is in Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 23. And the title of this devotional is The Inside Scoop. The Inside Scoop. Uh, Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 23. Jesus has just, in Mark chapter 6, reached peak popularity among the people. I mean, these people are calling on him to be their king. This guy is great. He brings all this food for us for free. He somehow makes a plethora, abundance of food, and he is just performing miracle after miracle, healing us and all these things, and we need to make this guy king. He is awesome. But what this crowd is doing is simply wanting Jesus only as their genie in a bottle. They want him to perform all these miracles. They want him to uh, fulfill all of their wishes. But once Jesus opens his mouth about the kingdom of God and about who he is and what they must do to repent and believe in him, they shut their ears, they turn away, and they no longer wish to follow this Jesus. His popularity begins to decline in chapter 7. And the religious leaders are making a major contribution to go against Jesus and to decrease his popularity even more. The religious leaders hate Jesus because they go against what they stand for and Jesus teaches against them. So we see uh, two points in this passage today. Number one, the hypocritical traditions. And number two, the heart of man. First, Number one, the hypocritical traditions in verses 1 through 13. The Pharisees are just making a direct attack against all junior high boys in this passage. They are just straight up offending and wrecking our junior high boys. They say, Jesus, how can you let your disciples eat without washing their hands? Junior high boys do this all the time. The religious leaders would be furious with you. This is a tradition. This is not uh, not accepted at all. You cannot eat without washing your hands, with, with having impure hands. And the religious leaders are, for some reason, very furious about this, uh, that Jesus' disciples do not follow their extra-biblical traditions. But Jesus calls them out. And he calls them for what they really are because he knows their heart. He calls them hypocrites. They put on a show. They look holy on the outside. But on the inside, their hearts are hard, corrupt. And they don't care about God's law at all. Is this you? I want you to evaluate your faith in your own life. Maybe you are the one who grew up in the church Maybe you read your Bible all the time. Maybe you go to church every Sunday. You attend youth group every Wednesday, every first service. You're always there. You are the perfect church kid. But could you possibly be like these Pharisees who perform these good works on the outside, who follow these traditions, who look holy on the outside with their external actions, but on the inside... They are corrupt and their hearts are hardened. Could this be you? Rather than seeking to please God, they seek to impress others 
with their holy living. So that was number two, the hypocritical traditions. And now, sorry, that was number one. Now number two, the heart of man. The heart of man in verses 14 through 23. After Jesus absolutely wrecks the Pharisees and he turns and calls on the crowd, he he turns and calls on them and watches them and corrects yet another misunderstanding. Another misunderstanding by the people, by the religious leaders of the day. He doubles down on the on condemning external actions and traditions in order to purify oneself. He's going, stop doing all of these external works, all of these external actions, and thinking that those things are purifying yourself. He says that's wrong. The Pharisees and religious hypocrites thought that they could fight off sinful uh, pollution by attending synagogue, by performing all these external actions, by performing all of these traditions, they thought that they could push off and keep away sinful pollution with these actions. But Jesus says, you've got it all wrong. It's all turned around. It's all twisted. Sinful pollution doesn't come from the outside in, but rather sinful pollution comes from the inside out. Why? What does this mean? It means that our hearts are extremely wicked. Our sin comes from our own hearts desiring it. What is sinfully polluted is your own heart. Romans 6.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinners. Jeremiah 17.9, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. The problem is, is that we were born sinners with wicked hearts. The sinful pollution has already consumed our hearts. We were born with this. The solution is not tradition and doing good works in order to purify ourselves, but the only thing that can purify us and save us from our sins is Jesus Christ alone. Is if we repent from our sins, turn away from it and turn towards Jesus and follow him. This is the only way that our hearts can be made pure, that we can be cleansed from our sin. No external action, no tradition, no going to church every Sunday, no reading your Bible in front of others every day, no posting about Jesus. Nothing else will get you into heaven or will cleanse you from your sins apart from putting your faith in Jesus and turning away from your sins in repentance. You must repent and believe. This is the only thing that can cleanse us. We were born sinful. Our hearts are wicked. And uh, that is why we act hypocritically uh, when we try to do all these good external actions and traditions to look holy on the outside, but our hearts on the inside are hard and corrupt okay i have a few questions for you three questions number one when you do good works are they most often done because you want to impress others or because you want to please god and explain that number two can we trust our hearts can we trust our hearts why or why not and number three how can our hearts be made pure? What, how, what is the only way our hearts can be made pure? Okay, that's the inside scoop. 
I'll see you tomorrow.